Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends. It's another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here coming to you on Monday on my way to Alaska. That is right. The beautiful and majestic land. It is truly the call of the wild. You just say the name Alaska and what do you start thinking about? Mountains and wide ranges, freedom and possibility. Of course, if you travel to Alaska, what's that freedom and possibility come with? A little bit of risk. It's a brutal land where many dreams have been crushed. Oh, to go to Alaska. Well, I've been on this Alaska high, getting up early this morning, heading to the airport. I was kind of confronted once you got to the airport, once I got on my flight, of the opposite of the spirit of Alaska. Sitting on my flight to Dallas, where I have a long layover before I head north, I listened to a conversation of a couple people ahead of me, centered around this young girl, bemoaning the fact that people don't have to wear masks anymore. <laughs> and how comforted it made her feel for the last year. Now, she's in her early 20s. She even admitted in the conversation that she wasn't at a high risk. But with all these new variants going around, it had her worried. And you never knew when you'd become an at-risk population. And even with vaccines, how safe and secure the mask made her feel. I wanted to scream out as I said there, go north, young lady, go to Alaska. I've said this before on the, on, the, on the Odyssey, but as I've traveled around the last year, without a doubt, the people most freaked out about COVID have been young people. People, by the way, the least at risk, the least likely to be impacted by it. People, by the way, that there's really not much of a reason to wear a mask or even get vaccinated. Now, I'm not saying if you want to do that, that's necessarily a horrible idea. You go right ahead. But don't think doing it is keeping you from impending doom. I think part of the reason that they are so vocal about it is our information age seems to make people think that if you get enough data, you can live with some kind of certainty. Man, to hear this young girl talk, she knew all these facts and figures she liked to go round and round talking about why mask made her feel so safe and secure. Yet not once did I hear her say the main room, which is what's really the reason for it? How is it really protecting you from life? How is it giving you a sense of certainty? Because life is uncertain. But of course, you can't live life with certainty. And inevitably, this desire to live with certainty, to acquire enough information that you know exactly what's going to happen, just leads to insecurity because you can't do it. And these insecure people looking for security become very, very fragile. Now, again, as I said earlier, if you're on the opposite side of that spectrum, you survive a journey into the wild. Not only do you understand this very well, that there's no such thing as certainty. 
but you actually begin to thrive on the cold, hard reality of life in existence. You begin to thrive on the idea of uncertainty. Makes you feel alive. Makes you be thankful for the day you have. Now, play it safe, you might just get paranoid, like the young girl I overheard on the airplane. You might just get paranoid and you might just miss life that is passing you by. You might just miss it. You know, in the topic of certainty, here at DFW, walking around, waiting for my plane, which doesn't leave for a few hours, I was sitting with a group of people waiting on to get a flight to Canada. Now, talking about trying to create certainty where you cannot create certainty, all the folks on that plane had to have their passport ready, which makes sense. You go into another country. But they all had to fill out a medical form. I saw it was about a page long, a whole bunch of questions. And then as they got on the plane, they had to take their masks off because, of course, you, you do that um, immediately, any, any risk of spreading stops. They had to take their masks off, have a picture taken, <laughs> a picture as they boarded the plane, a database of their photo to match their medical form. Why? In the pursuit of certainty, a pursuit that you can't do, but it makes them feel better. It gives people control, you know. When you think you can control something, it makes you feel a little bit more certain of the outcome. Yet, as you discover you can't control it, it just makes you more paranoid. It makes you want more control. So as I head north to Alaska, the land of the wild, I will be thankful for risk. I'll be thankful for grizzly bears, desolate territories, things that scare you. Because ultimately, it's when you understand you don't really have that much control and you're willing to live, you're willing to risk, you're willing to step out, that instead of worrying how much time you have left, you start worrying about what you're doing with the time that you're living right now. So as you head into the week, my friend, have a little fun, take a little risk. Maybe like we did over the weekend, we went to a friend's house swimming, had all the kids. They're doing work on a house on their property. They had a lift. I said to my friend, man, that lift would be fun to jump off of. <laughs> so we put that sucker over the pool. We got it up to probably, I don't know, 20 feet maybe, 24 feet. Started jumping off, started lowering it, let the kids on. Everybody was screaming and yelling. The moms were going, that's too high. The kids were going higher, higher. I'm sure it was dangerous. I'm sure it was risky. I'm sure if we did that a thousand times, somebody probably cracked their head on some cement. But you know what? Those kids will never forget it. They'll never forget what it feels like to live. They'll never forget what it feels like to scream with joy, to step out where other people are afraid to do, to do the thing that's right in front of you. And we don't do because it's scary, but when you do it, it makes you feel alive. So until next time, my friends, may you have a week of risk. May you do what you can to head north to Alaska. Or, as I like to say, basketball practice to the boys and girls, why don't you go out and get some? And then, I am sure, it might be a little scary, but you'll definitely be aiming higher. And when you spread your wings and you head towards where the mountains are the tallest and the wind is the strongest, it might leave you a little fearful. You might want to head back to calmer regions but man, you'll experience some glorious things. And there, living life in the moment, in the day, in the now. 
instead of being afraid for what might come, you are embracing what's right here in front of you. You will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter. And I will join you there. We're together. You know what we're going to find? Some peace. Knowing there's some things you just can't control. You can never limit risk so much that there's certainty. That the nature of life is uncertainty. And the only thing certain is it's going to be gone someday. So what are you going to do between now and then? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take some risk. I'm going to have some fun. And I'm going to teach my kids to do the same. I'm Silouan. Enjoy your week. I'll be reporting back soon from Alaska. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.